I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 79, The Many Benefits of Water. Welcome to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. This podcast is a resource for families who are on a path to good health, but still aren't able to reach their physical and mental goals. I'm Heather Mitchell, and with over nine years experience in nutrition and health and a certified master health coach, I'm uniquely qualified to help you and your family achieve optimal health. So for the next few minutes, set aside your concerns and learn how you can self-repair your body and mind and experience greater joy in your life. But please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate and is not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Hello, everybody. How's it going today? Thanks for being with me on this podcast. I am Heather Mitchell. I am your host for the Healthy Families Rule podcast, and I'm back. We had a couple of series of electrolytes um, in the past couple of weeks. This week, I'm going to continue with that. But first, I got to tell you how amazing I am. I was gone on a family reunion to Northern Idaho to a beautiful lake called Priest Lake and spent about five days there. It was so beautiful. We played pickleball. I got up early before anyone else, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, did some yoga meditation on the little beach area, even on a paddleboard out in the water, which was really cool one morning. Went for walks and jogs in the woods. It was so beautiful. We hiked an awesome hike. The trees are just so tall up there. It's they're, they're just so gorgeous. You're so close to Canada. And it's just, it's unreal. It's so beautiful there. So spending time with family and all the amazing food and our little boat ride we took one afternoon, it was just a piece of heaven. It was so, so good. I'm never going to forget it. But I'm back now and I'm happy to be back. I have actually another family reunion coming up for my side of the family now. And that's going to be in Montana towards the end of the month. So got a couple of weeks before I I go back out uh, on another family reunion trip. And I love these trips. They're just so fantastic. So good times, good times being in nature. But back to the show, because uh, we've talked about magnesium, potassium, calcium in that last episode. I want to cover a couple of things here. And one of them is water. So let's talk a little bit about water. Once the electrolytes and salt in particular are boosted, the body can now utilize water. And we know that water is essential and fundamental to life. All metabolic processes depend on it. And in the book, Your Body's Many Cries for Water, uh, it describes the role of water in the body and what happens step by step if we become dehydrated. It's not pretty. Uh, With mild dehydration, Digestive processes occur, ranging from poor digestion to constipation, as limited water supplies are called to other places in the body. If dehydration continues, the body may run short on sufficient water to float our red blood cells in the bloodstream. If the blood becomes too thick, and if water continues to be chronically undersupplied, the body may shut down the smallest blood vessels the capillaries, since it only has enough water to keep the larger blood vessels open. Thus, 
we lose our microcirculation to skin, extremities, and to organs. If dehydration continues, the tissues are asked to donate water for the common good. Now joints dry out, which can lead to arthritis. The discs in the spine dehydrate and can compress or slip. The skin and mucous membranes become dry. The lungs lose water, which can lead to asthma and allergies. The major organs can lose some circulation because of the loss of their microcirculation and all begin to perform poorly, though the heart and brain are protected the longest. In the presence of low levels of salt and water, the body will eventually utilize the protective mechanism of covering the cells with layers of cholesterol to prevent further loss of water. The cells can donate up to two-thirds of their water supply, but can't do more without dying. With this emergency measure in place, we now become insulin resistant and have difficulty with getting nutrients into cells. Replacement of electrolytes and water were found by Dr. I can't say his name, but I'll spell it for you. B-A-T-M-A-N-G-H-L-E-D-J. Batman Gledge. <laughs> Sounds like Batman Gledge. To reverse the following conditions. High cholesterol levels, diabetes, migraines, restless legs, dry skin, acne, skin cancers, edema, arthritis, PMS, back pain, constipation, hypertension, memory loss, acid reflux, pain, depression, MS, and lupus. So I want you to read that doctor's book, uh, Water Cures, Drugs Kill for the longer list of recoveries people have made by boosting salt and water. So it looks like he has a couple of books here. Your Body's Many Cries for Water and Water Cures, Drugs Kill. Would be worth a good, a good read, you guys, to learn more about salt and water and just how water supports everything in the body. We have no idea. We're always telling people to drink more water. In fact, when I was in school for health coaching, one of the things that stood out to me was a guy speaking and said, you know, you're going to be teaching all your clients nutrition and health and all this stuff, but if they do nothing more or take nothing more from you than the idea of drinking more water, they will have healed so many things within their body just by drinking more water. And it's so interesting to me that as I do my health assessments with my clients and I ask them this question, how much water are you drinking? Very, very few of them are drinking enough water. Very few of them. They forget to drink water. And most of the time, a lot of them are drinking sweetened beverages or sodas or anything else other than just water. And so we need water, guys. This is what we need. And if you are not thirsty, this is important. If you are not thirsty, be aware that it's usually because you're low on salt. If you were to begin drinking more water without first supplying ample salt, 
you would deplete the last of your precious salt stores as they were used to escort the extra water out of your system that may be upsetting the balance of electrolytes in the bloodstream. Do not force water intake when someone doesn't want it. Start supplying salt first. Thirst will eventually follow. So interesting. I remember like talking with my uncle who I whom I love, he's a rancher. But he always would say, "No, I just don't drink water. I'm I just don't want water. I never want water." And then he'd make up some funny excuse like, "Well, I'm just saving it for the last days, you know, when we have water shortages, and then I'll just already be ready and used to not drinking water. I just thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> so funny. He needs water. And what he needs first is more salt so he can take in that water. And so he feels thirsty. He needs that salt. So replace salt first and add water slowly. People who are quite low on salt will almost have an aversion to water. When salt levels are restored, your sense of thirst will naturally come back. It takes about eight weeks to fully rehydrate a formerly dehydrated body. So go slow and steadily increase electrolytes and water. Uh, Do not drink distilled water. It will strip your body of minerals over time. I know some of you try to tell me how amazing distilled water is. You even buy these distillers and keep them in your house to distill your own water. But this is what we're learning is drinking distilled water over time is going to strip your body of minerals over time. So just pure, clean, filtered water is the way to go. When hydrated, we pass clearer or only slightly yellow urine. Urine that is darker in color indicates dehydration. If you drink water and it seems to pass right through you 20 minutes later, it would be an indication that you are probably low on salt. So that Dr. Batman Gelge, (laughs) I can't say his name, but you know, the guy who wrote the books, he recommended that when able to fully hydrate, that the amount of water you drink daily will probably match the following equation. So take your weight in pounds divided by two. That number is the ideal ounces of water to drink for your weight and size. So a 100 pound person would most likely need about 50 ounces of water per day once fully hydrated. He also recommended at least a quarter teaspoon of salt be taken per quart of water consumed. If possible, use filtered water that will remove the chlorine, chemicals, and fluoride, which may require special filtration. Charcoal or ceramic filters are best since they leave natural minerals in the water that we do benefit from. Interestingly enough, I did purchase some shungite stones for my water. I was working with a shungite counselor therapist lady from Japan and purchased her her shungite and I love it. Um, It does definitely put the minerals in the water. It tastes a little bit sweeter, but there's different things you can do to get the minerals back in the water. Reverse osmosis filters create very clean water, but remove all the minerals from the water, which may be problematic for the body. And distilled water, as I said, can can be destructive to the body over time. 
While it is free of all contaminants, it is also called thirsty water since it will attach to beneficial minerals in circulation in your bloodstream and remove them. Check Radiant Life Catalog and Dr. Mercola's website for good filters or to compare with others you find. Sun water. You may have heard of sun water. Sun water is water placed in a glass jar in the sun for at least two hours. After exposure to sunshine, you will find water that is smoother and silkier in taste, more cohesive, and much better than regular water in its ability to hydrate. You will find yourself much thirstier for the after even one glass. It is absolutely worth the effort to make some and then see what you and your pets and plants think about it. Hey, that is a really great idea. In fact, I was on Facebook and saw this in one of my friend's Instagram stories. Um, and she she did. She put some water in a quart jar with her essential oils and she put it out in the sun. And I was like, what are you doing? What is this? And she was saying, well, this is sun water. And I was like, well, tell me more about this. And talked about the vitamin D and how good is, this is and works as a filtration system too. And just amazing stuff, the sun water. So... I, I'm glad that I'm learning this over again so I can remember to go and do that today. I want to try some sun water. Such an easy thing that we can all do and to feed our plants and our pets with because the sun has vitamin D. It's healing. It's getting into that water. I'm not sure how all of this works, but it's magical. So many things in our world are magical. I mean, think of technology. You're listening to a podcast right now that somehow got put out there into space, hit the satellites, and it's transmitting now through one of these these uh, stations, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you listen to iTunes. I mean, that's magic. That is pure magic. So let us not laugh and joke some of these things that people do thinking, well, that's kind of crazy. Because actually, a lot of things are crazy, but work. Just like you're listening to this podcast right now. We don't know how, but... So sun water, my friends, sun water. Let's all make a commitment this week to go and try making some sun. Now, I do want to get into light. I think that's going to be important, but I don't want to go too far off of this topic here. So I'm going to actually just stay with the water for for today. And then next week, we're going to talk about some light, some infrared. We're going to talk about earthing, so I don't want you to miss next week's podcast because now that we've talked about electrolytes, the magnesium, potassium, calcium, salt, and now water and how all of that plays a huge role, those to me are the basic, amazing things you can do to up-level your health right now is to be taking those electrolytes and getting more water half your body weight in ounces every single day. Now, as you get really good at doing that, we're going to add to it. What can we add to your health regimen daily so that you can really understand what is it that I can do to help my body heal itself, to help my mental state become more 
more conscious, more aware, more more uplifted and happy. And that's what I'm going to teach you as we continue to go along here. What can we add to these basic fundamental principles? So go out there, get your electrolytes, get your water, work on that sun water. Let me know how it goes this week. You guys are amazing. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, you have to come check out my coaching and all I have to offer. Whether you're trying to lose weight, get the kids healthier, overcome hard challenges in your life, or just need some support, I'd be honored and so excited to be your coach. I'm going to help you take all this material I teach right here on the podcast and apply it to your life. So come on over to healthcoachheather.com to learn more.